At the age of five, before the period of great drama in Black Elk's life had commenced, he began hearing voices. Quote, I was out playing alone when I heard them. It was like someone calling me. And I thought it was my mother, but there was nobody there. This happened more than once and always made me afraid. So that I run, I ran home, unquote. Stephen Larson, a psychotherapist and authority on world mythology, distinguishes mythologized cultures like the Lakotas from demythologized cultures like our own. In the former, quote, mythic meaning and social meaning are brought together rather than separated, and the archaic type of thinking is fused with mythic images and social realities, unquote. By contrast, Larson believes that the civilized mind neglects mythological ways of understanding the world. So these images and insights are suppressed, emerging only in fantasies and dreams. The quote-unquote great vision that Black Elk remembered throughout his life was preceded by severe physical symptoms. One day, for no apparent reason, both his legs began to hurt. By the next morning, the boy was unable to walk at all and his arms, legs, and face were all swollen. While suffering from this condition, he had an extended vision that included conversations with some of his people's gods and being granted the power to heal others to communicate with animals and even to travel outside his body. A classically trained Western mental health worker would diagnose anyone with experiences similar to these as psychotic, probably schizophrenic. It's likely that they'd be told there was no cure for the condition, prescribed powerful antipsychotic medications and possibly institutionalized for the rest of their lives. But that's not what happened to Black Elk. Instead, his concerned parents called on a traditional Lakota shaman named Black Road, who sat alone with the boy in a teepee and asked to hear about his vision. Quote, I was so afraid of being afraid of everything that I told him about my vision. And when I was through, he looked long at me and said, ah, meaning that he was much surprised. Black Road told the boy that now he knew what the trouble was. Black Elk must respect the voices and, quote, perform this vision for your people upon earth. Then the fear will leave you. But if you do not do this, something very bad will happen to you, unquote. Everyone who knew this troubled boy agreed to participate in enacting the images and sounds that had been tormenting him down to the smallest details. They set up a sacred teepee and spent all day painting the hides with images from Black Elk's vision. They stayed up all night learning the sacred songs the young man had heard in his vision. Sixteen young men rode horses of particular colors 
four color four each from each of the four sacred directions four young girls in the village played their part in the enactment as well as six old men people painted their faces and bodies according to the boys specifications they gathered food and played drums in unison this troubled young man haunted by hallucinated voices and disturbing visions was embraced by his community in an intimate supportive and loving way they came together to bring to life in as much detail as possible the images and sounds that had been tormenting him for years this is not noble savagery there's plenty of self-interest involved here in shamanic societies it's understood that a person capable of moving between worlds can be a great asset a healer who will spend the rest of his or her life using this capacity to help others. As explained by psychiatrist Roger Walsh, while, quote, Western psychiatry has a long history of viewing mystics as madmen, saints as psychotics, and sages as schizophrenics, unquote. In traditional societies, these experiences may be seen as, quote, proof that one is destined to be a shaman, unquote. Such a young person, quote, is understood by the tribe to be undergoing a difficult but potentially valuable developmental process. If handled appropriately, this process is expected to resolve in ways that will benefit the whole tribe and provide them with new access to spiritual realms and powers, unquote. The sort of cathartic healing Walsh described is what happened in Black Elk's case. At the climax of the enactment of his vision, the boy looked up at the sky and, as he recounted many years later, quote, As I sat there looking at the cloud, I saw my vision yonder once again. I looked about me and could see what, that what we then were doing was like a shadow cast upon the earth from yonder visions in the heavens, so bright it was and clear. I knew the real was yonder, and the darkened dream of it was here." Unquote. This experience transformed the terrified boy into a man able to withstand psychological pressures beyond imagining. Not all mental health crises can be resolved by the kind of interventions shamanic societies can offer. Some conditions are organic due to genetics complications in pregnancy, head trauma, and so on. In such situations, modern psychiatric interventions can be life-saving. But most of the suffering we see around us today is due to social causes that can and must be addressed before they manifest as mental illness. Economic insecurity, misinformed parenting practices, oppressive educational systems, war, and domestic violence shame concerning sexuality in our bodies, absurd notions of beauty and success calculated to keep us always dissatisfied with ourselves and our lives. No pills will ever address these sources of our distress. Our civilized impulse is to remove or weaken the perceived danger. Kill it before it kills us. We place babies in sterile incubators, send our children to schools with armed guards, 
metal detectors, and teachers who are legally forbidden to touch even a crying child. Drop bombs across the globe that create more potential terrorists than they kill. And administer drugs at quiet voices we should be listening to. It hasn't worked and never will, a fact to which we seem to be slowly waking up. Our survival depends on, not on, eliminating the dangers of life, but on relearning to embrace and acknowledge that, that which terrifies us, including altered states of consciousness.